After a hard day at Ponsfoot Veterinary Surgery and an unusually revolting supper, Felicity Giblet sank down among the stains into the comfort zone of her big cream settee. An impending storm was rumbling over the wallops, and she was glad to be in for the night. Kicking off her pink pointy shoes and sipping delicately from her cup of tea, she began to ruminate over her day. It was certainly looking as if slider side bottoms anal glands were well and truly impacted, but short of using dynamite, would there be time to remove them tomorrow? Her appointments were fully booked, and she couldn't envisage having free moment anywhere. In her coffee break, she was seeing a rep about the wonders of extracellular matrix technology, which sadly had nothing to do with one of her favourite actors. Whilst over lunch, she was signing up to trial a new eco-friendly washing machine that used no more than a teaspoon of water and the lightning effect to kill superbugs and sterilise laundry. Just as she was wondering if the machines came in her favourite colour, and if not, whether purple would do, her mobile phone started to make a noise like a pot-bellied bush pig rooting for truffles beneath the cushions, although if you'd been there over supper, you would have agreed that it could equally well have been a recording of her husband grappling with his slab of burnt Yorkshire pudding. As soon as she answered it, Officer Fawcett's voice gushed into the room, eager to spell out the nature of the evening's entertainment. "'Need you out, ma'am?' he boomed. "'Right now!' While somewhat lacking in the height department, the policeman's stature in the force was amply bolstered up by a voice that could shake the living daylights out of almost anything, and his tones were so unsettling that Mr Giblet, who up to now had been sitting peacefully at the other end of the settee, jumped sideways as if threatened by a sniper. Felicity Giblet frowned. It was an ugly March night out there, and the thought of leaving Hopeless House to brave the jaws of an oncoming storm was so unappealing that her recently consumed food resumed its acrobatic activities, and the information that followed, delivered in code-red jargon straight out of a war film, was forced to compete with a disturbing battery of gurgles and sloshes from her inner recesses. "'Litter of newborn kittens, presumed struck by lightning, in need of immediate assistance,' Three dead or dying, including one gargoyle with multiple appendages. Unable to recover rest, as vicious and biting. Mother missing. The spot of hope that things might be sorted out from the settee quickly turned into a black blob of probability that they wouldn't, and Felicity Giblet's immediate landscape seemed suddenly as unattractive as Slider Sidebottom's operation site. Realistically, though, what could go wrong? Rescuing a litter of abandoned kittens should have fewer ramifications than an ingrowing eyelash, and with any luck she'd be back before the burnt batter had soaked off her baking pans. I'll be right out, she assured Officer Fawcett. After all, she hadn't got where she was today by shirking her responsibilities, and if an officer of the law couldn't count on her in his hour of need, then who could he count on? Vetting was a vacation, whatever the weather, and people like her assistant, Will Kilmore, who grumbled about excessive working hours and being too tired to concentrate, did nothing to help their cause. Meanwhile, Mr Giblet had been regarding his wife with a mixture of pity and disbelief, although her integrity had never been doubted, as far as he knew, and she certainly did perfect justice to the letters after her name, from everything she told him. She seemed incapable of seeing the big picture. Newborn kittens biting. Was her head really filled with pink fluff, jam-packed in there like the stuffing inside a golf ball? Admittedly, he was no man of science, but even he knew that such creatures didn't have any teeth. Nevertheless, years of practice, the domestic variety, had taught him when to remain silent, so he merely raised a ragged eyebrow and fiddled with the small roll of banknotes in his trouser pocket. 
Completely misreading the look on her husband's face, Felicity Giblet could almost feel her halo rising, although when the strong voice added, almost by way of an aside, now that the deal was as good as done, "'The little fellows are in a caravan. Just where the bridleway enters Wallet Woods.' Her rather prim composure slipped, and she stifled a screech. For the last three months, the woods that cradled bottom wallop, wallop in the middle, and higher wallop in their muddy grasp, had been the venue for an outbreak of sudden deaths in the local wildlife, and she'd been personally commissioned to examine the bodies, mostly rabbits and the odd tomcat. As yet, however, she'd failed to determine the cause. Death was certainly quick so quick that a last mouthful of food was often to be seen poking out between the victim's teeth, but there were never any signs of a fight, and rather oddly, none of the bodies ever underwent rigor mortis. Despite the odd stiff frost, they remained as limp and floppy as the leaves on her equatorial hornwort, and even more bizarre, their tongues resemble cooked earthworms, whilst their internal organs smell ever so slightly poached.